Paul Steinhauser here. And latest poll numbers, at least out of the CNN side, I know Paul reports nationally for Fox News, showed Trump with an 18-point lead after the big Sunday surprise of Ron DeSantis, the Florida governor, dropping out at the 11th hour. But we'll see how that breaks down. Paul, report also for us. Uh, good morning, New Hampshire. Good morning, Steiny. Uh, hey, good morning, Jack. And uh, DeSantis, uh, in that video that he made from, uh, from Tallahassee, Florida, also endorsing Donald Trump. Kind of a tepid endorsement. He's not up here today. He will not. You're not going to see him on the campaign trail with Trump. He's not pulling a Ramaswamy. Trump last night, a big rally in Rochester. Nikki Haley, the other remaining major candidate in the race, a big rally last night in Exeter, New Hampshire. Uh, the latest poll numbers I saw this morning, you know, Suffolk University has been doing this tracking poll with the Boston Globe. Has this... Uh, uh, has Trump up 19 points here in New Hampshire, up 19 over Haley with DeSantis now out of the race. I had a chance to interview Haley briefly last night before that rally that she did with Judge Judy, by the way, mm-hmm. at the high school in Exeter. And she said, here's her message to DeSantis voters. She says it's time for a new generation. It's time to stop the chaos, time to stop the noise and get America back on track. That's right. obviously an attack at Trump and at President Biden. All right, Paul. Steiny, stay cool, stay warm. We'll catch you tomorrow morning. Paul Steinhauser reporting nationally for Fox News, GMI. uh, No, I'm sorry. Now, of course, with Sig Sauer. I'll get you said it's been a long year with one. Now we have a great new sponsor, Sig Sauer, great manufacturer and employee over at Pease International Trade Port and beyond. And as we go to Caroline Levitt, who's the main spokesperson for the whole, the big super PAC for Donald Trump known as MAGA uh, or Make America Great Again. Caroline Levitt, of course, New Hampshire's own. Um, She has, of course, uh, run for Congress here in the 1st District. Nominee there, but uh, joining us now, Good Morning Hampshire, the Pulse of NH. Good morning, Carolyn. Hey, good morning, Jack. Thanks so much for having me. Just a, a quick correction there for legal purposes, uh, not that it matters, but I am on the, the campaign now, so oh. officially the National Press Secretary for the Trump campaign, no what? longer with the Super PAC. Uh-oh. It's been a crazy you know what that means? Sure. You know what that means? Everyone talks about who the president, if President Trump wins this nomination, former President Trump, who would his running mate be? That means we may be talking with the new, if he wins again, the, the next White House Press Secretary. Carolyn, let's go back a little bit to where we're at today on the eve of the big vote. Record turnout. Here's my perspective, and I want you to tell me what you think. There's no question momentum has pretty much gone with Donald Trump into the close here. But, and I say there's a couple buts, New Hampshire likes to surprise the nation. A big Trump win here tomorrow would not be a surprise. It's expected. Nikki Haley's been wanting a two-person race. She's got it. My question is, there's a lot of non-Trump voters voting tomorrow, a lot of Democrats, a lot of independents, more liberal voters, undeclared. I feel it's not an 18-point. I think it's probably about 11 or 12 right now, but who knows? So I'm going to let you react to all the above. Sure. Well, I think New Hampshire is going to surprise the nation tomorrow, Jack, and I think the surprise is going to be in a uh, very wide margin of victory for President Trump over Nikki Haley. We have the momentum, as you mentioned. It is palpable on the ground. President Trump has been hosting rallies every single night from Rochester to Portsmouth to Concord to Atkinson. Every night there are hundreds of people waiting in the cold, lines wrapped around the building, excited to hear from the former president. And our ground team, Jack, is the best in the, in the state by far. This is something that has been underreported, in my humble opinion. We have more than 2,000 active volunteers that are making phone calls and knocking doors every single day. 
These are not paid political operatives like you see working for Nikki Haley that come in from out of state and don't know Rockingham County from Stratford. These are real Granite Staters who love President Trump and who are putting in the work to get out the vote tomorrow. We have a great data team that has been tracking the numbers. I know uh, it's expected to have high turnout. Rest assured, uh, we have been expecting that. We are playing for that. And uh, that's why I'm very confident we're going to have a big win tomorrow. Also, Jack, you know, a lot of Republican voters are, are starting to realize that Nikki Haley is more of the same. Uh, she does not support uh, President Trump's border wall. She's made some gaffes recently saying that illegal immigrants are not criminals. Illegal immigration, top of mind for voters in our state as we see what's going on at both the southern and northern border. And so for all of those reasons, right. uh, voters trust President Trump to get the job done. We have the team to get out the vote, and it's going to be an exciting day for us tomorrow, I'll tell you that. As spokesperson for the campaign, Caroline Levitt, were you surprised yesterday afternoon with the news out of Tallahassee, DeSantis out and sub- endorsing Trump or not? It, it, it was uh, a welcome surprise, yes, I will say. We were obviously um, excited to see that the governor made that wise decision. The president instantly said he was honored by the endorsement and complimented Ron for the gracious dropout. You know, he, DeSantis saw the writing on the wall. And it's important to note that he came in second place in Iowa. Nikki Haley came in third, right? She got crushed even more than he did, uh, and she will be defeated tomorrow. So the, the question should be asked, where is Nikki Haley's pathway to the nomination? Ron DeSantis clearly recognized he didn't have one. He did the right thing. He realized the majority of Republican voters want to reelect President Trump. I hope that after tomorrow, Nikki Haley will do the same. It's time to unify this party, Jack. We need to start focusing on the November election. It is so critical uh, that we get a Republican president back in the White House in the name of Donald Trump. Secretary of State's predicting 88,000 Democrats will vote tomorrow. That's a small, small number to 322,000 voting in the Republican primary. We know Joe Biden's not on the ballot here. Ten seconds or less, will Biden and the DNC regret that or not? Absolutely. They should regret it. New Hampshire's first in the nation for a reason. Our voters know a uh, leader when they see one. Joe Biden is not a leader. He's weak. He's corrupt. And he won't be president for much longer. Carolyn Levin, on behalf of the Trump campaign, thank you. The executive director of the Institute of Politics at St. A's, Neil Levesque, one of our political analysts and all-stars. Good morning, Neil. Another programming note, Donald Trump will be joining me live tomorrow morning as we're at St. Anselm. And we'll also be hearing tomorrow as well from Nikki Haley. Neil, she wanted a two-person race. Governor Sununu supporting Nikki Haley, saying it's a two-person race. They got it. Good morning, Neil. Good morning, Jack. Uh, Yeah, they got a two-person race, so now DeSantis is out. And where do those votes go? Uh, Well, if you look at the data, you know, three-quarters of them will have a favorable opinion of Donald Trump. So be careful what you wish for, maybe. Um, But now she has her two-person race. Neil, it's not your poll. You've done a lot of great polling. You've been around this a lot longer than people from Suffolk and some of these out-of-state, no offense to the Boston Globe and others who poll. I've noticed something funny on the way to the primary results over the years. I'm like that insurance ad. I've I've seen a thing or two. I've noticed that what the national media and the national polls think is not the headline come midnight on primary night tomorrow night. New Hampshire likes to send a surprise. My suspicion is Trump is not going to win by 18 or 19 points. I think it will be tighter. Am I right or wrong? Well, let's say this, that polling is very hard to conduct at this final stage. Uh, I have a colleague who just told me that they got polled yesterday 14 different times. It's a small state. It's hard to get a sample. Let's also say that New Hampshire voters like to sort of do things that are contrary 
And if they don't like to be told what to do, and if these polls are indicating that Trump has a big victory here, uh, you may see that some of the momentum that I think has been going in Nikki Haley's way. Yes, Nikki Haley. And I think potentially she could pick up some of that. I wouldn't, I would never bet against, uh, New Hampshire voters at the end. They, they tend to do things that are very unpredictable. Yeah, and, and, you know, it just seems that the, the, the record turnout in Scanlon, the Secretary of State, formerly Bill Gardner, he knows his stuff. We don't have the weather elements they had. Now, we can't compare New Hampshire's primary to the Iowa caucus process, but it was frigid, bone, you know, chill, cold in Iowa. Tomorrow we're going to be, it's going to feel like a warm spell compared to Saturday this past weekend here. We're going to be in the low 40s, about 40 for a high, nice, maybe some sun, so a very nice, pleasant day. Plenty of voters will vote. A record number. They're not all Trump voters. There's so many people voting. Uh, what I what I what I'm really curious is Nikki Haley has to get more than a majority of those non-Trump voters, independents, undeclared, and maybe some Democrats who are bored. Is she going to get enough to make this tighter or not? The data all shows that she has about a ten to twelve point uh, margin. Uh, advantage over Trump amongst those undeclared voters. However, you know, when we conducted our poll, uh, we had 4% undecided. So only 4% were undecided at that point. So, yes, she's got to get her voters to the polls. This is normal politics 101. I think that the way that the campaign has been working in the last 72-plus hours as a challenger campaign, she's really upped her game You've got Sununu out there really making the sale. I think that this is, this is, this could, she could get some votes uh, to the poll, <clears throat> voters to the polls that she normally probably yeah. wouldn't have done just because of the way that she's been acting right. and campaigning in the last uh, period of time. Now, I know, I know American political history is, you know, Donald Trump is uh, certainly. Donald Trump is certainly uh, someone who's somewhat of an aberration in terms of the Trump factor. But you know New Hampshire likes to surprise the nation. Uh, I could talk to I talk about John McCain thumping G.W. Bush. Last time around, Bernie Sanders thumped Joe Biden here. So did Elizabeth Warren, Klobuchar, Mayor Pete Buttigieg. I could go back to Buchanan, you know, surprising the Republican Party. My question is, the surprise tomorrow, if Trump wins big, that's not a surprise. Is there a surprise in the works where it's going to be tighter than people think or not? Well, I think it would be tighter. I think she's really put it into gear, and I think she's got a lot of uh, potential voters out there that uh, are, are they either love Trump or they hate yep. him, and they're going to be motivated to go to the polls. Right. The other surprise, I'm going to say this, is on the Democratic side. I think you're going to see that Phillips performs pretty well in New Hampshire, and that's going to really be a surprise. Yeah, that you know what? Thank you for that last note. Neil Levesque, catch you tomorrow morning. I can't wait to see your office, see if it's clean. See if the wastebasket is empty. <laughs> see all the pictures on the wall. I hope there's one of me there. Just kidding. See you tomorrow, Neil. Thanks, Jack. Good morning, New Hampshire. Powered by Sig Sauer. Now, back to Jack Heath on the Pulse of New Hampshire. All right. We are broadcasting live from the West Wing tomorrow. St. Anselm College Institute of Politics in Manchester. Tomorrow morning and tomorrow night, we'll have live election coverage. Brought to you by the Denny Belay Group at 7 p.m. Brad Card will be with us on both fronts. Good morning, Brad. How are you? Hey, Jack, I'm living the dream. Beautiful up here in New England. Love it. All right. Hey, I was surprised on not DeSantis dropping out, 
but dropping out on a Sunday afternoon before New Hampshire's vote, just hours away on Tuesday. Thought the, the Florida governor would wait. A little bit surprised. Was a deal cut between him and President Trump, former President Trump, or not, do you think? It doesn't feel like there was a deal cut. I think that DeSantis saw the writing on the wall, and he just really had nowhere to go. He wasn't going to do well in New Hampshire. Um, he's not going to do, he wasn't going to do very well in South Carolina. Uh, there's, there's really no path there. Um, and, and it's a significant difference from Nikki Haley, because Nikki Haley has had some momentum here in New Hampshire, and I think that, that she's counting on a really good day in New Hampshire. And if that comes through, there will be a path for her. And the reality is if she gets bumped by what some of the pundits are saying, where they're saying she's down between 16 and 27 percent, if she loses New Hampshire by 27 percent, Nikki Haley's probably done as well. She's got challenges no matter how you slice it, but a one-on-one um, a one-on-one contest is what she wants. And that, then we'll see if Donald Trump actually engages with her too, right? Because he has to debate. and He won't debate her. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Well, again, it's it just seems, Brad, I... You've you've been you've been up here a lot of these with me. I mean, the the narrative, the headline going into tomorrow is Trump's got a big win here on to South Carolina. If he wins there, it's over nomination. The question is, who's his running mate, if you will? And my question is, New Hampshire sends a surprise to the nation. The national media doesn't understand that. or At least they forget that the pundits, the pollsters, Neil Levesque, who, you know, just said there may be a Democrat surprise. Representative Dean Phillips may do better than people think here. Embarrassing for Joe Biden not to be on the ballot written in. Is there a surprise? Because a big Trump win, 15, 18, 19 points, is not a surprise. Is there a surprise where it's tighter than that, yes or no? Uh, I don't know, Jack. I, I, look, at, I think that Nikki Haley is out working hard. She's got Governor Sununu, who's been a phenomenal um, supporter of hers, and I think he's done a great job on the campaign trail. Um but she has to she has to put up right now. This is it for her. You know, I don't like to talk. Even you mentioned about Democrats voting in the Republican primary, Jack. Democrats can't vote in the Republican primary. They had to have declared by October 6th, way back no, in October. But I'm saying they could have done that. They could have done that. Yeah, but I mean, but it, but we, it's a much different race now than it was back in October. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I think the narrative that the Trump campaign is putting out is this Democrats are going to pick on pick her because they want to send a message to Donald Trump. Look at Nikki Haley is a stronger candidate in a general election against Joe Biden, not not Donald Trump. Let, so, let me bounce uh, they don't want Nikki Haley on that ballot. Some people would say that. What was the, that, Jack? So I want to bounce this one off you, Brad Card. Some people would say that Ron DeSantis dropping out helps Donald Trump because his voters may be the same kind of appeal. However, if they were going to be with Donald Trump, they would have already been with Donald Trump. So I wonder, I wonder if Ron DeSantis, whatever block he had here, albeit small, are not Trump voters. And the next question is, this is the first period where the, poll, the, the voters here have been able to look at this race without a Chris Christie and without a Ramaswamy and now without a DeSantis. So there are so many people voting. They're not all Trump voters. I'm just wondering. Are there enough independents and undeclared to make this a little more interesting or not? Well, that, that's the big question, Jack, right? I think that New Hampshire does surprise. And I would not be surprised if independents came out in pretty good numbers for Nikki Haley. I think that she is the candidate. Uh, look, she is, by definition right now, the only candidate that is the alternative to Donald Trump. So I think that that is, that is possible. I think independents could get out there. I think that the rhetoric that the president has been using will help Nikki Haley a little bit. You know, he's he's talked about suspending the Constitution. Now he's going even a step further, saying he should have complete immunity 
if he's president of the United States in crimes, including sending a SEAL Team 6 person to kill a political rival. That should send chills up the spines of every voter. I mean, that or every American, for that matter. It, that, that's chilling to me. Um, and then you have the president with his 91 indictments that he's got, and he's got a civil, uh, another defamation suit with E. Jean Carroll, and he's already been found guilty. But despite all this, the latest Suffolk Boston Globe poll, everything you're saying, all these legal distractions, he's got a big lead here. Like, it doesn't well, seem to, no question doesn't about seem it, to knock him down. You know what I mean? No question about it. But one of the things that I think people have to look at, and, and, and we saw it in the last federal election in New Hampshire, Jack, where the Republican Party coalesced around the most MAGA candidates, both in the first congressional seat, in the United States Senate seat, and in the second congressional seat. Um, those candidates won that those primaries, and then they got beat pretty badly uh, on Election Day in the general election. And I, I think that's important for voters to keep in mind, because right now, Donald Trump is statistically, even with Joe Biden, he's up a couple of points in most uh, right, national right. polling. Um, so, it, it, But it's not a big, decisive victory. Nikki Haley's up as far as much as 17 points uh, over Donald Trump in some polls. So I think that electability in the general election, if that's what right. you really care about, um, Nikki Haley is clearly the... the the better candidate, and, and uh, at least polling would suggest. Now, that said, I'm not convinced that, you know, that the, the voter at, at this time is concentrating on that, but I think that they should. And so at the end of the day, what do you want? I think Nikki Haley's message is correct. I think that she took too long to take the gloves off with yeah. Donald Trump. I think she's got them off now. But um, I think that All you right. need to be making some of these points earlier on in the campaign, and we'll see if now they're focusing. So it's going All to right. be fun, though, Jack. Well, you're going to be there in the morning. You're all Mamar to West Wing. We'll see you at 9 to noon, and then later, 7 p.m., we're going to be getting the results. Thank you, Brad Carr. It'll Carr. be fun. We'll see you. Jay Lucas, one of our political analysts out there. And, of course, Jay, no stranger to the Granite State founder of the Sunshine Initiative in the western part of the state. Also, uh, I guess would say the... One of the owners of uh, a great paper out there, one of the classic uh, local papers being brought back to life. He's also a former uh, Republican gubernatorial nominee, and he's joined us with some political thoughts. Now, Jay, you've had the benefit of doing a little bit of travel and to be back home in New Hampshire and then get away Mm -hmm. again to get a feel of the national stuff. But you know this. What is your sense on tomorrow? Because the only surprise would be if this race is tighter between Trump and Haley, because right now the way to Suffolk Boston Globe poll, poll has it about 18, 19 point Trump lead. What do you think, Jay? Well, you know, everybody is in the in the prediction business. And, um, you know, predictions, I think, this year are um, just very difficult to do because you've got such a fluid situation. You know, one of the things I've, I've been thinking about, Jack, as we approach tomorrow is a couple things, really. One is just nationally. Uh, the you know we anybody who thought that the uh, New Hampshire primary uh, was fading in any particular way is just absolutely wrong. Yeah. <laughs> the, the national news is just riveted on the New Hampshire primary, which is really great, really really great for the state and and I think it's also a tribute to um, the quality and intelligence and sophistication and just the heart of New Hampshire voters. Mm-hmm. Um, we really are discerning and um, it really makes a big difference. Yeah, and I think um, it's a good point because I know CNN, I'll be on there later. They're, they're listening in Fox this morning on the show. Keep it going because I think you're right. I don't think New Hampshire, I think New Hampshire is going to have a big impact, not necessarily on picking the winner, 
but impacting the national parties going forward. Well, just think about it. Just, you know, I was, I was thinking about it this morning. I was thinking, how did we get here? <laughs> you know, um, if, you, if you run the clock back two, three, four, five months, uh, we had a very active uh, slate of candidates uh, all coming to New Hampshire. And, um, you know, whether it was Asa Hutchinson, Chris Christie, Doug Burgum, all, you know, just a, 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 a slew of candidates. And now we find ourselves essentially uh, tomorrow in what, you know, might be described as a two-person race, really, with Donald Trump and, and Nikki Haley. Uh, so we've gone through just a, 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 a series of, of uh, ups and downs and so forth and a winnowing out, which um, all happened really prior to the Tuesday of the primary, which is, which is very unusual. But I think that's a real testament to uh, the New Hampshire process, because just think about how much time has been spent here in the Granite State with uh, each one of those candidates. Uh, I know that I personally, you know, met with, uh, all, you know, had opportunities to meet with everybody, really, and, and, and a number of other right. uh, people who are politically active and just, be, just people who are not politically active really get to test them. And that testing process is kind of how we get to where we are, you know, right now and, and what's going to happen tomorrow. Have you weighed in on, you just, you know, it's just to, to get involved yourself with any endorsement or you've just been waiting and watching? No, I've, I've been I've been very. Uh, my primary focus is really the Sunshine Initiative, mm-hmm. and um, bringing uh, revitalization to our towns and, and communities across New Hampshire and beyond. And one of the things that uh, I had done right from the beginning is that each one of these presidential candidates have come into the Granite State. Um, I've have thought, my goodness, what a great opportunity to have these. Uh, very um, active people who have a platform to educate them about what we're trying to do in our communities here in New Hampshire. So I've used that as um, a, a platform to do that and, uh, and even developed uh, what we call the, the Sunshine Initiative Pledge that we put in front of uh, all of the candidates and have them sign it. And essentially it, it says that, um, that they support the principles of the Sunshine Initiative, which are three, which is to revitalize our small towns and communities to um, support the reinvigoration of the middle class and to bring back and support small business and the growth of small business. And um, everyone has been incredibly supportive of that. And, uh, and I've welcomed that support you know, across from all the candidates. And it's been really heartening to see that. You know, in a, in a strange way, Jay, I, Lucas, I, I wanted to just touch upon what you said about how the eyes of the nation are on New Hampshire tomorrow, the first primary in the road to the White House. What's different this time, and it's kind of bizarre, because I've seen in the past, and you have, of the major parties after, you know, the, the, the general presidential election, question New Hampshire's relevance, question New Hampshire going first. Is that the right state? They're a small state. Should they have so much say? All these states who are jealous want more power. But I'm wondering if there's not a subtle message out of tomorrow's primary the national media is missing and that's on the democrat side we talk all about trump and haley what will the margin be but the democrats may have blown it what i mean by that is not running for the incumbent democrat president i know he didn't do well last time i know the biden bus and train left new hampshire from downtown manchester before the afternoon votes were even cast they want to get down to south carolina to try and change the narrative and they did, and that's where they want to start at this time. But they're not doing the early states. The DNC wants to choose and anoint Biden, not have people in New Hampshire vote for him. 
They actually sent a letter to Democrats here saying, don't participate, it's detrimental, not what we want. Is this going to backfire on Joe Biden and the DNC or not? <laughs> well, I think, it, I think it does backfire on the Democratic Party, no matter what. It may end up backfiring in a big way on Joe Biden. Because you're right, Jack, essentially, you know, you take a big step back on this one. Um, this is a manifestation of the Democrat Party uh, trying to control the outcome. And it's a real slap in the face to, to voters to say, you know, you really don't matter. We've, uh, we've decided uh, who the nominee is going to be, and we, we badly don't want to get embarrassed. We're going to manipulate the system so that we don't have any, any surprises uh, in uh, Iowa or New Hampshire, and we're going to make South Carolina really the place again. And, um, you know, New Hampshire voters... We New Hampshireites, Granite Staters, we're fiercely independent. We don't like being told what to do or what not to right, do. Right, right. And so I think there is a, a at least a substantial chance that uh, there's going to be a message to Joe Biden uh, that you know, skip the New Hampshire primary uh, at your own peril. Whether it's whether that happens or not, I think the same thing will happen. However, in any event, to the Democrat Party, I think they'll be very uh, remiss that they that they skipped it this time, and uh, the message will be, you know. Come back to New Hampshire because New Hampshire is really important. Yeah, and conversely, Jay, before we let you go, great expert analysis, Jay Lucas, and who can tell you how to check out the Sunshine Initiative. If Trump wins big tomorrow, tomorrow night, if it and now, of course, I'm going to ask you, and you could ask me, but I want to ask you until we get, you have the final word. What's big? I've said for months now. The good news for, and last summer, the good news for Donald Trump, he has a big lead in the polls in New Hampshire. The bad news last summer or this fall was he has a big lead in New Hampshire. So the expectation game is that Trump's going to win big here. Huge, gigantic, big win. I'd say that's anything over 15 points. I'm wondering yeah. if it's a tighter race in the end, say it's less than 10 points, Nikki Haley has life. She goes on to her home state of South Carolina, whether Trump wins there or not. So it could make New Hampshire significance, could make... Trump work a little harder. He's been working hard, but you know what I mean, work longer. And the uh, conversely, if he wins big here, it's pretty much over for the Republican nomination. Yeah, I think I think I think your your analysis, Jack, is that the um tomorrow is, you know, it's we're going to learn a lot about um where it's going to go longer term. But I think if you take the bigger picture here is that um I think it's really difficult for anyone at this point to uh challenge uh, Donald Trump for the nomination. Mm -hmm. uh, as you look down into South Carolina, uh, Nikki's trailing pretty significantly there now, and to lose your home state would be very, yeah. very difficult. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we'll see what happens t tomorrow. And uh, but I also want to give a, a call out or a shout out to our governor, Kristen Nunez, who has just been absolutely amazing on the campaign trail. The guy's got so much energy and so much passion, and you see him on the national news all the time. So I, I just uh, I love the fact that, you know, he's put his shoulder right. into the race here and, and really you know, great uh, kudos for Kristen. In it. Tell us how people can learn more about your initiative. And before I let you go, I like to try to pin people down. Do you think it's going to be I'll just make it more than 12 points for Trump tomorrow or less than 12? Well, I think you just called the over under Jack <laughs> you know, the 12, 12 seems to be. I, I think people are saying that it's going to be more than 10 whether he gets to 15 or, you know, I think it's anybody's guess, and you've got the, the wall card of the independents. So I, I heard Britt Hume, Hume say this last night, that he, he doesn't make predictions. <laughs> you, can, you, can, you can only be wrong, right? It's a, fool's, so, it's a fool's errand, and no one remembers when you're right. Best way to learn more about the initiative. Sunshineinitiative.org. Sunshineinitiative.org. Awesome. 
The other thing to do is, is check out our wonderful newspaper online, eagletimes.com, eagletimes.com, yeah. great, great local news. I want to follow up and do more on that because I think it's great what you're doing to bring back local news and making the, the model work and bringing it back online as well. People want that local news, whether it's about a high school team that's won the championship or a wedding as well as a, a road issue, a school issue, a town hall issue. I think it's great, so good luck on that. Thanks, Jack, and right. uh, exciting days.